Good morning. Our service begins on page three of the Easter Tide booklet. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Pascha Nostrum can be found in your booklet or on page 162 of the Book of Common Prayer. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms appointed for this morning are Psalms 42 and 43, beginning on page 392 of the Book of Common Prayer. Like as the heart desireth the water books, so longeth my soul after thee, O God. My soul is a thirst for God, Yea, even for the living God, when shall I come to appear before the presence of God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they daily say unto me, Where is now thy God? Now when I think thereupon, I pour out my heart by myself, for I went with the multitude and brought them forth into the house of God. The voice of praise and thanksgiving, among such as keep holy day, why art thou so full of heaviness, O my soul? And why art thou so disquieted within me? O put thy trust in God, for I will yet thank him, which is the help of my countenance and my God. My soul is vexed within me, therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan, from Hermon and the little hill. One deep calleth another, because of the noise of the water floods. All thy waves and storms are gone over me. The Lord will grant his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night season will I sing of him, and make my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto the God of my strength, Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I thus heavily, while the enemy oppresseth me? My bones are smitten asunder as with a sword. Mine enemies that trouble me cast me in the teeth. Namely, while they say daily unto me, where is now thy God? Why art thou so vexed, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieteth within me? 
O put thy trust in God, for I will yet thank him, which is the help of my countenance and my God. Psalm 43 Give sentence with me, O God, and defend my cause against the ungodly people. O deliver me from the deceitful and wicked man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why hast thou put me from thee? And why go I so heavily, while the enemy oppresseth me? O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. And that I may go unto the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness, and upon the harp will I give thanks unto thee, O God, my God. Why art thou so heavy, O my soul? And why art thou so disquieteth within me? O put thy trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, which is the help of my countenance and my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventeenth chapter of the book of Exodus. Then all the congregation of the children of Israel set out on their journey from the wilderness of sin, according to the commandment of the Lord, encamped in Repian, where there is no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people contended with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. So Moses said to them, Why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why is it you have brought us up out of Egypt to kill us? and our children and our livestock with thirst. So Moses cried out to the Lord, saying, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Go on before the people, and take with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand your rod, with which you struck the river, and go. Behold, I stand before you there on the rock in Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water will come out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. So he called the place Massa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel, because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord not among us or not? Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him, and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed, and when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek, and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book, and recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, 
the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. Glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them up, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Seeing then that he was to have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. For every high priest taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can have compassion on those who are ignorant and going astray, since he himself is also subject to weakness. Because of this, he is required as for the people, so also for himself to offer sacrifices for sins. And no man takes this honor to himself, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As he also says in another place, You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered, and having been perfected, He became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracle of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who is partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, 
for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Here endeth the second lesson. Continuing with the Dignus Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty Father, who hast given thine only Son to die for our sins, and to rise again for our justification, grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve thee in pureness and li of living and truth, through the merits of the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults or enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. In the Old Testament, the Israelites, after being saved from God by God from their Egyptian slavery, continue to murmur in the wilderness. Of course, those doubts and failure to trust in the, their God are why their leaders will spend the remainder of their lives in the wilderness never to step into the promised land. 
Today, I want to focus on the New Testament and start by highlighting the return of Melchizedek, that cryptic figure that appears only five places in the Bible, Genesis 14, Psalm 110, and then chapters 5, 6, and 7 of the letter to the Hebrews. Since starting the daily office, the first year of pastoral ministry class, I've been intrigued by the mystery of Melchizedek. In researching today's meditation, I realized why. Melchizedek is never mentioned on Sunday morning or on any other Eucharist during the liturgical year. Letter to the Hebrews is read seven times, but never any of these passages. So until I started the daily office, I'd never heard about Melchizedek. But every year we hear about him multiple times in morning and evening prayer. We read Psalm 110 five times during the year, during Christmas tide, eight days ago on Friday of Easter week, two weeks from Monday, and as an alternative reading on Ascension Tide, and finally, late in Trinity time. So five times a year, we hear verse 4 of Psalm 110. The Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Save that thought. I'll come back to it in a minute. Back in February, the day before Septuagesma, we were reading through the Genesis and met Melchizedek himself for the first and only time. Passage in Genesis 14 comes as Abraham, Abram, not yet Abraham, has allied with the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah to rescue Abram's nephew Lot from the king of Elam. After this great victory, Melchizedek shows up in three verses of Genesis 14, the verses that are the only biblical report we have of anything Melchizedek has done. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of the God Most High. And he blessed him, that would be Abram, and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. This brings us to today and the letter to the Hebrews. While this epistle has a conclusion, it lacks an introduction and begins rather abruptly. But the content of the epistle supports a tradition that was written to Jewish Christians who were facing doubts and likely enormous social pressures to abandon Christianity and return to Judaism. The author extensively cites the writings of the Torah and other aspects of the Old Testament to show that Christ not only fulfills the covenant God made with Moses, but actually exceeds anything that happened or was anticipated in the Old Testament. The major theme in this argument is that Jesus is the great high priest. The idea of Jesus as the high priest, greater than Aaron or anyone else from the house of Levi, is mentioned 18 times in the epistle, including five times today. The opening passage of this morning's reading will be quoted as the opening sentence for morning prayer on Ascension Day. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Jesus is the greatest of the high priests. Like Aaron and the priests of Levi, he was appointed by God. Unlike them, he is a priest forever. Unlike the Levitical priesthood, but like Melchizedek, Jesus holds all three of the divinely appointed offices of the Old Testament nation of Israel, prophet, priest, and king. As verse 6 says, Jesus fulfills the prophecy of Psalm 110, You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. 
The epistle also reminds us that Jesus is God's only begotten Son. However, the second verse of today's reading makes a crucial point. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Christ can act as our mediator and advocate because, like other high priests, he did not face temptation. This one verse helps refute the 5th century Nestorian heresy that God, Christ was not fully human. At the same time, unlike mortal priests, then or today, he is utterly without sin. Most importantly, the Levitical sacrifices to atone for the sins of the Israelites were only temporary until they sinned again and a new sacrifice was required. As we've been reminded for the last two weeks, Jesus on the cross obediently offered himself as the eternal sacrifice for all people and all time. Tomorrow morning, our mortal priest will give thanks, as he does every Sunday, in the opening words of the prayer of consecration. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, for thou, that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world. This is the promise of our faith, a promise we remember not only during Eastertide, but also every Sunday and every day. We now return to page 11 of the Eastertide booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down their blessings, temporal, Thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for coming. Thank you to Britt and Britt for making this morning's worship possible. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Joel. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, guys. That's so weird. Oh. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>